welcome to another episode of Tea Time with the Blade Crew. Just want to give a quick thank you to all of our followers and our audience for listening and liking our Facebook page. Again, I'm your one of your hosts, Elisa, and I have my co-hosts with me. I have Donald, Bex, AJ, and Lara. How you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. What's going on, Elisa, Bax, Laura? What's happening? I'm doing great. Good to hear. It's wonderful. <laughs> Man, I love the uh, I love the uh, actual uh, Facebook page. It's looking great, Elisa. Thank you for uh, you know yes. writing up a lot of the uh, wording on it because I can't write very well <laughs> or make it sound really well. I do appreciate it, but uh, yeah, we got what over uh, 200 likes so far, and the page has only been up what four yeah. or five days. So yeah, and we're loving the interaction. Keep interacting with us, and we'll answer you guys. We love talking to our audience. So yeah, keep on. And to start, I wanted to start with something a little funny. So if you remember last week, we talked about Zoom and the unfortunate things we see on Zoom where some people forget to wear pants or some people forget that their audio can hear them peeing in the bathroom. Well, <laughs> we talked about that last week. This, yes, this, that was last week. Well, this week. I guess G- Good Morning America, GMA, said, hold my beer, and they won up Zoom. Oh, poor Will Reeve, an anchor for Good Morning America, was doing his broadcast, and you can see he has the nice shirt and the suit jacket. Like, he looks like a professional news anchor should look. But when the camera moved and the digital graphics were taken out, oh, he was not wearing pants. <laughs> he was pantless. All you saw was his bare little leggies. That's all Did you saw. Did he have boxers on at least? Or sports okay. shorts? <laughs> Twitter, of course, is saying that he had nothing. Or I'm, I'm sure he had, like, underwear on. We're not, we're not doing anything R-rated. <laughs> but uh, he says that he was wearing shorts. And Twitter has said that, no, he's not. So it's, it's a toss-up. Twitter's all always right. Poor little legs are all over the TV. <laughs> it didn't look like he was wearing shorts. I mean, I saw it. They must have been tiny, tiny, like Daisy Duke shorts. Because all you saw was his bare legs. Like, where were the yeah. shorts at? <laughs> right? And he's gone viral, and he's like, I didn't expect to make my, deb- my debut like this, but, you know. <laughs> exactly. Oh. He got some fame now. <laughs> Seriously, he one up Zoom. He's like, "Oh, hold my beer! I'm gonna one up this," <laughs> and he did. And it's so funny for us. It, I mean, he probably thought it was funny too. <laughs> you know, let's sure a lot of be people honest. are doing that. Seriously, nobody's wearing pants. No, everybody's working from home, especially all these news broadcasters. It makes you wonder, do they really have pants on, or did they just wearing shorts and just wearing a suit and tie on the top end? Exactly. They probably are. Like, why would they even bother putting on pants? You're only going to see them from, like, here up. <laughs> yeah. Except for that guy. <laughs> I honestly don't even remember the last time I wore jeans. Like, I am in <laughs> shorts every day, or pajamas, honestly, so... I get it. <laughs> I put on jeans for the first time in like six weeks yesterday. So they were a little snug uh, with all the snacking going on and around the house and being home. And geez, yesterday first day back to work. So 
Oh, how was that? Uh, it was. Uh, it's going to be an interesting month. That's all I'm going to say. It's just going to be a very interesting month. I mean, we're still practicing social distancing, even with a simple podcast. You know, I mean, thank goodness for Skype. You know, we're all talking through Skype on here. So, but yeah, but the point is, they're, they're uh, you know, we're not going to see as many of our clients that we're going to see at one given time. So they'll be. They have all these plexi shields up. They have, uh, you know, different rules. They got to wear, got to wear mask. Man, I hate wearing the mask. My glasses fog up. You breathe out, and your glasses fog. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, I saw that meme. I I feel bad for the glasses people. That's I never even t- thought about that. That's me. <laughs> right. I feel my hot air coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah but uh it's gonna be an interesting you know i'm i'm just fortunate that uh, i did go back to work and uh it's just gonna be an interesting month and you know just got to get the new, used to the norm, new norm out there you know yeah the new norm i don't know how long it's gonna last yeah for a while probably uh, i can only imagine probably but uh other than that you know we're still just doing our uh you know online school with the kids and uh this I don't have any new exciting stories about them. They were boring this week, so I got to tell my kids to step it up. <laughs> you know, hey guys, you need to step it up. Step up. I mean, do something crazy. Yeah, I, I need I need content, kids. I need content. You know, I mean, <laughs> but I do have to say, my son sat there. Uh, he's still still sick. Coronavirus. 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 He's still saying that. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, and last week we were talking about them jumping in the pool with the pool emoji and, you know, the 69 balls, uh, the 69 boys. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's just uh, it's just getting back to the grind. Pinellas County is what is opening up uh, or Hillsborough County is opening up starting Monday. And I'm sure of other other uh, cities across the nation are, are opening up on Monday slowly but surely, you know, but our governor. Still hasn't opened up any uh, hair salons. I'm, I'm still waiting for my haircut. I haven't had a haircut since January. I, I know. Same. Oh, are you guys? I'm sorry. Are you guys gonna go get uh, your haircut as soon as it opens up? Just just making the appointment. I feel like we're not gonna be able to because everyone is gonna go. So I feel like they're gonna be booked for like months. <laughs> they're gonna Me make up for too. lost revenue. <laughs> Yeah, really. They're going to make up for lost time very quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to go at all. <laughs> I saw my brother. If they open up, like, mm-mm. I saw yeah, my brother neither. yesterday was like, oh, you're growing your hair out just like dad. You just need to part that thing to the far left. I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it just, uh-huh. it's getting long. I mean, yeah, basically, I got my hair cut back in January. And at the end of January, beginning of February, before Valentine's Day, and then, uh, you know, a month went by, and then I was like, <laughs> beginning of uh, March, I was like, eh, I don't, because I hate getting my hair cut. I just don't want to sit in the chair for 20 minutes. I don't know how you girls do it, sitting in that thing for hours. I mean. My mind goes elsewhere for a really long time, or I'm on my phone. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I don't have that luxury. She's like, uh, the, the girl uh, the girl that cuts my hair, she was like, take your glasses off. Well, I can't see jack anything. You know? And then she shows, shows me a remote control and like, here, do you want to change the channel? I was like, I can't see the freaking TV without my glasses. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I wish I could do that. So, and they do, you know, they must, they do their little small talk. And sometimes I'm just not in the mood to talk. My friend uh, found a, a Floby at his, um, it was his dad's. <laughs> And he found it in the closet, and he's like, hey, this is what I found. And I'm like, don't use it. It's not going to look good on your hair. Um, and then he showed me a video of some older guy using the Floby, and his hair did not look good afterwards. So I asked my friend, I was like, did you actually use it? And he's like, no, you scared me by telling me not to use it. So his hair is, like, really long. I mean, that's, like, the new trend, doing your hair out of sheer boredom. During exactly. Quarantine. Like, 
There are so many people with so extreme looks. Usually not good. <laughs> but I guys have it so easy because all they have to do is sit there and get, like, they can get, like, the same exact haircut or just shave it all off. Girls, we like style and all this stuff. We usually have so much hair, so we need, it takes forever. We have layers and everything. and Yes. You can't just, no. Guys can just cut all their hair off and they'll be fine. Yeah. But. It's complicated for us. So, yeah, he's talking about his hair. AJ, you're talking about your hair. Try being us. (laughs) I don't know how you girls do it. I mean, my my, uh, wife is like, I got to get my hair colored. I need a haircut. I mean, it's really, uh, (laughs) it's, it's... it's really, really bad, but, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting my hair cut, so. But anyways, uh, I, I, I share this with you guys. Uh, so I have a little uh, uh, young man that uh, I personally know for a number of years. His name is Carter, and his aunt, from what I understand, had COVID-19, and he passed on uh, very recently. So um, we have, you know, Carter, Carter actually wrote a letter uh, to the uh, to the nurses and the staff at the hospital, and he was just very touched on how they helped her out, even though she uh, rest in peace and moved on, uh, passed on. And I, they, his grandmother actually posted it to Facebook, and I shared it with you guys, and uh, we'll we'll share it to our page for our listeners. So let me uh, try to get uh, Carter on the line. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I read the letter. It was so cute and like heartfelt. Carter, can you hear us? How are you? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, welcome to our show. I just wanted to say hello to you. So, um, we I know you for, for a number of years. Um, where do I know you from? Um, because actually, you're the father to one of my friends. Yep, I'm a uh, dad of uh, my sons. Uh, my son uh, knows you very well, and your uh, guy's been pretty good buds for the last few years. And, uh, you know, your family, and you're also my, uh, uh, one of my Cub Scouts and my Cub Scout Den. So I just want to say welcome to our show. Um, okay. So I saw something that your grandmother posted onto Facebook, and I, I read it, and I felt it was a very uh, touching story to uh, discuss with you on our show. Um, I'll, I'll let you do all the uh, talking on it. So basically, in a nutshell, so you have a relative that was diagnosed with COVID-19. Is that correct? And uh, what uh, exactly, uh, you know, transpired out the st- uh, out of the uh, disease? The virus really, um, there is no known cure. So she, was she admitted into the hospital? Yes, she was. So she was in the hospital for about a day or so, and unfortunately, she's not with us anymore. And obviously, nope. it's very upsetting with your uh, family and. Uh, and uh, you decided to take something in your own hands. And what did you do? Uh, a very touching uh, uh, gesture that you did to the uh, nurses and the staff at the hospital. I actually wrote a note. Okay. Um, to them, and I'm actually going to send it off to one that I know. Okay. And um, if you want to read this for yourself, you can actually find it on my grandmother's uh, Facebook page. Yep, yep, we have that. We'll post it to our Facebook page for our listeners to listen to it. And do you happen to have that letter with you? Oh, yeah, it's in my hand right now. Okay, excellent. Would you mind reading it? Because it was really a touching letter that you wrote. Oh, no, not at all. You want me to start now? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Dear healthcare professional, my name is Carver May. I am a Boy Scout in Troop 68. 
My grandma had a cousin who died from COVID-19. I really just want to say thank you. Thousands of people have lived because of people like you. The hard thing about your job is that no matter how hard you try, you can't save everyone. But the sky's the limit, so try hard. Thank you. Beautiful. That's uh, wonderful that you did that. It's a very uh, touching letter. You know, I mean, uh, people passing on is, you know, not a good time in, in families' lives. But, you know, I'm sure that the hospital staff did everything they possibly could to uh, save your relative and, you know, everything else in the proper care. And sometimes, you know, people don't make it through through certain diseases. In this case, you know, COVID-19. So, and, uh, you know, and there's a lot of anger and a very upsetness, but, uh, you know, you turned things around. You certainly made it a positive out of it. And I'm sure the office, the, uh, the office staff and the hospital staff and everybody else will get, uh, you know, a nice warm feeling that you actually sat there and wrote a letter to them, thanking them for what they do and, and, and basically appreciating them. So, I mean, that was definitely awesome, Carter. I really am proud of you for doing so. And, you know, I know it's a tough time for you and your family, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's definitely, you definitely did good. You definitely did good, and, you know, if you know if we were still in Cub Scouts, we'll definitely would have talked about this. I mean, I know you moved on to, uh, you know, our local troop here that's in uh, Pinellas, or, or Hillsborough County, and, yeah. uh, and uh, definitely want to... Uh, you know, say thank you and just give you a little recognition for it and just share it with our listeners and what exactly, uh, you know, there's a lot of good, you know, out of a bad, you definitely turn something to a positive and by thanking the frontline workers at the, the local hospital. I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thank all right. You. All right, Carter. Well, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Glad to be here. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye. 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 All right. Yeah. That was uh, Carter. He's uh, like 10 or 11 years old. So, uh, you know, he's a wow. fifth grader and, you know, I know him personally and he's very, um, he's a very loving and giving uh, young man. And, uh, you know, he means well, he definitely uh, always looking on the positive bright side. And I always love talking to him, especially when he was in he our sounds, Boy Scout trip. He sounds very he mature. He sounds like a good kid. Yo, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He sounds really mature. Uh, he, he does a lot of a lot of good uh, community stuff, and uh, I know his mom and his grandparents and uh, his granddad, and they're they're really a good family to uh, be around. I do enjoy their company. So He's, he, he's actually keeping our oath alive. What is it? On my honor, I'll do my duty to help other people in the Basel law. The, the scout law and the scout oath, yes. That's awesome. Absolutely. So, yeah, I just want to get him it's on the... It's crazy to me, though. Like, a kid, like Mia last time from a couple episodes ago, who she sang that song for her mom and the other nurses, and now Carter. It's just crazy how kids have a more understanding of how to treat frontline workers than we do, like, than some adults. Because it's it's just crazy. Yeah. They just mean well, and they're compassionate, and they have the know-how to understand these people are helping, and they're trying to do good in all this craziness, and they know how to appreciate them and show their appreciation the best way they can, and some adults can't even do that. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. A lot of kids are they're insightful and they're just more compassionate in nature. Definitely. I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing how some kids, you know, especially Carter, he, he's, a, he's a real special young man and uh, he's going to do very well for himself and 
we need more, a lot more kids out there, you know, that, uh, you know, think like that. There's always a lot of uh, publicity and for negative, but this is definitely a good positive story to write a letter. And I'm yeah. sure, you know, it, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure hospital workers see, you know, people passing on on a daily basis. But how many, how many, <gasps> how many stories, you know, or how many letters do they get to say basically, thank you and you know, doing your best. And I understand that this is part of life and part of your job. And it would certainly touch me if I was a nurse or a doctor. Mm-hmm. I think they need it. They need. Did you guys hear about oh, yeah. that? That one um, hospital worker that committed suicide. Yes. Because she, oh God, God, yes. She she did it because she saw all those people dying, and I'm like, wow, like she must have been stressed, you know, like, like they need those letters, they need that encouragement, they need people to say, hey, you're doing a good job, hang in there. Yeah, really, it's just crazy, but yeah, we'll definitely share that letter for everyone to read it, and if anyone else has any stories of them showing their appreciation, we definitely want to hear about it because we need to hear more of that in the news. Yeah, absolutely. And I just saw this. Uh, I, I didn't, you know, they didn't call me up and tell me about it. I just saw his grandma posted onto Facebook and I was like, wow, I got We got to talk to him. We got to talk to him. <laughs> Same thing with Mia, you know, a couple of weeks back who's saying the true colors. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's uh, it's very inspire- inspirational. I mean, these are just young kids. Mia was, I think, what, first grade, six or seven years old, five, six, seven, somewhere around. And Carter is about 10, 11 years old. You know, it's definitely a lot of kids turning things around and you know, we definitely need more than that. And some kids don't get good reputations, you know, for being kids. Oh, it's a teenager. Oh, it's a little kid, you know. But no, I mean, there's a lot of good stories out there. We need more of those. <laughs> All right. So who has what What next? Who, who's uh, Who's got some good, uh, good news stories? I want to I talk about um, that one, chi- that uh, North Korean guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. North Korea guy. <laughs> The guy that we made fun of on South Park. Yeah. Like, he he is, he's Jesus, dude. Like, he died (laughs) and came back. Um, I was just blown because they were all, like, everyone was saying he died. He had the coronavirus. Some people said he had a heart attack. Then I heard the heart attack and heart surgery. I didn't hear the coronavirus one. I think it's all fake because the... Some people from South Korea speculated it was that, but they didn't know for sure. Like, the reason why they thought he was dead was because he missed, like, a famous ceremony for his grandfather mm-hmm. that he always shows up for. And everyone's like, oh, my God, how can he not be here? And his sister was there. But then you see all these pictures of him, like, just, like, super happy, like, waving, just, like, throwing at peace signs. It's like, what happened? <laughs> he just He's trolled like, just us. Trolled the world. He did, he did. He effectively trolls everybody. <laughs> Even our president. Did you see everybody that know. was, like, celebrating? Oh, my God, yes, so many people were celebrating. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's horrible. But, yeah, that story, I mean, that story broke in the middle of our podcast last week. Hmm? That story broke that Kim Jong-un passed away last Saturday. We were actually on, you know, oh, recording yeah. it, and yeah, TMZ yeah, repo- right. recorded it. And, uh, not report, recorded it, reported it, and I was like, darn it, I missed that. But, yeah, I mean, they even was like, satellite images that his train was still at his compound, and, uh, you know, they speculated he passed on, but I don't know. <laughs> is he dead he's or is alive. he alive? <laughs> he's like Jesus, rose I've, from the dead. He's done this before, though. Um, I don't know. He has, yeah. The, the people in the news talked about it where he disappeared for, like, I don't remember how many days. I think 60 days, and everyone thought he was dead. And then he just came back randomly, like, just waving and laughing. 
<laughs> so he just trolls us every few years. That's <laughs> crazy how the just... on our toes. Right. That's hilarious. There was a meme though where it said like um it was like all the people that were cheering in the street are now gonna die. <laughs> That's what <fucked laughs> Yes. Up. Oh my god, I saw that. Oh those people need to die. I heard his uh, his sister would have taken over the country if that was the uh, the case. If he yeah. did pass on, uh, yeah. I don't know. She I mean, did take over for, like for the time he was absent. That's why everyone thought he was dead. Do you think it'd be better or worse? They say worse. You said worse. Yeah, that's what they said about her. I don't know nothing about her or him, but they all I heard was that they said that she was worse. <laughs> oh jeez, uh, I can't even imagine that. She looks so like, nice. Crazy. Yeah, really. I know you and can't. He's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I can't even imagine like someone being worse. But know. it's like a movie where you see a bad guy and you're like, "There's no one worse," and then a worse person comes in. So maybe it's like that. It's better for him to stay in power. <laughs> God only knows. Well, if you're listening. I doubt he'll be listening to our podcast, but Kim Jong Un, oh are you God. listening? <laughs> Shout out! <laughs> Please don't hurt us if you are. We didn't we... say you were dead. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> we weren't cheering or celebrating. It was not. Yeah, us. we weren't. <laughs> we're just reporting what what was said. Disclaimer. We, yes, disclaimer. We're just the messengers. <laughs> I deleted the memes off my page. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> Holy cow. He's like Santa Claus, only like the opposite. He has a <laughs> list of people to get a revenge against. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, the, the naughty list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys oh. think about, next topic, but what did you guys think about the UFOs? That we suddenly have proof that there are UFOs. Does that even matter? Because cool. we have the coronavirus. I don't know. I, we had a lot of what a lot of space activity going on as far as like uh, meteors and stars and all that stuff. So somebody probably says, "Oh yeah, that's probably you know a meteor or um, a UFO," but it's really a meteor, you know. Yeah. That video uh, that was released. Those videos were released by the Navy that yeah. they took. Um, it was back in 2015 and 2007. It was it was recently declassified because people found it and they weren't sure if it was real. So the Navy and the federal government. Um, confirmed that those are real unidentified flying objects. So now we, what, like, what's going on in the world? Should we have Space Force? Space Force. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But I I personally think there's... So we might as well just chill out, man. You know what I mean? Until they do some, because shit could get real. I don't think we can beat them. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like think so either. Technology. We don't. We have five G towers now. I mean, you never know. Like, I don't. Okay, I'm they kidding. have like UFOs with beams and all that stuff. If the movies are true, then they can do experiments on us, and I don't want to mess with them. I just so want to know what they look like. That got anally probed. That was that really probably happened. Wait, wait, wait. You want you want to get anally probed? What did you say? Oh, oh my god. No, I was just saying all those people that got anally probed, they were probably not crazy. They were telling the truth. This came out a Nobody while. Nobody wants to be probed like that. Especially exactly. anally. Ooh. Hey, listen, if aliens pulled up the earth, man, I try to be cool with them. Like, it was good, man. Yeah, you, know, they probably, yeah, you know, they probably got some crazy weed up there in space, though. They probably got some more. You're thinking about space weed already. Space oh weed. Seriously, like, damn. We're over here talking about aliens. He's like, weed. 
Space weed. I like that. I wonder if they'll go down to the Bunny Bunny Ranch over in uh, Nevada. Oh my God! Yes. Oh, of course, guys would think about that. Of course, of not course. all aliens like, think about that. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about getting laid, and I'm talking about and then he backs is talking about smoking weed. I mean, geez. <laughs> So guys, yes. <laughs> That's why we got a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls on the show, just to balance things out, you know? But why do you guys think that the U.S. released that, like, right in the middle of the pandemic? Like, that's kind of weird to me, that because, they would just release that video all of a sudden. Because I think it's because just to get your mind off the coronavirus stories, and we'll just start talking about aliens and uh, you know, <laughs> UFOs. I mean, but I mean, it really didn't get all that much attention. I mean, like Laura said, I know it's a joke, but the coronavirus really is everywhere. And that was just kind of like hidden. I feel yeah. like maybe that's why they did it, just to like I mean, hide so I think, it. I think because it's 2020, man, and they just trying to wake us up for what's to come. Man. 2020, the movies always showed us what 2020 was going to be. And now that we're here, I think they're just trying to prepare us for what's to come. So I, I've been waiting. Watch. I think some other stuff about the Well, we're only a few months in 2020. Let's just, <laughs> let's just see what happens. <laughs> Preparing well, for Space Force. Oh my gosh, she wants the apocalypse. I want to wear my Mad Max outfits. Like, I want to have a real apocalypse, don't you guys? Like, not really, of... not right now. Yeah, no, no, no. no let's get the economy oh. going again. Right? Like, hey. Let's reopen up America. I want to go out to eat. My father would die for a zombie apocalypse. He's obsessed. He wants a zombie apocalypse. Like, the Walking Dead, he wants that. So he's right there with you. Your father must have got a lot of guns. No, he doesn't. He just, he wants to fight the zombies like they do on the Walking Dead. He needs a machete then. I don't want the Walking Dead. No, he doesn't. Hey, I got a better idea. If they decide to land down here, we could send them over to their cousins over on Dale Mabry, the uh, 2001 Odyssey uh, space, uh, that little spaceship up there. Well, I don't send- even know. I've never seen that. you never seen it on Dale Mabry? The, uh, that guy, Joe Redner, he owns uh, Mons Venus. Know- is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, I know who Joe Redner is. Everybody. In no, no, I'm sorry. It's across the street. Yeah, yeah it's the 2001, 2001 space. Odyssey. Yeah, that strip joint over there. There's a... For those who never oh, been down, oh, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, they got a little oh, space. Anybody ever been up there? Is it like the VIP room? Is that is that what's up there? Ew, I would never. I, go I there. think it is the VIP room. So you get the pay <laughs> extra, been, and you get some special. Do you want to go? <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Let's just do it. Let's do. Let's take the show over there. Maybe they'll allow us to do a podcast over there. <laughs> oh, you know, it's for research. Research, yes. Purely research purposes. That's, That's it. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell my wife. Yeah, it's, hey, I'm, hey, I'm going to space, 2001, hun. Why? Well, I got to do show research. That's not research. Yes, yes, we were talking about anal probing from aliens, and uh, we want to see what's up in that spaceship up over in 2001 Space Odyssey on Dale Mabry. <laughs> we're so. turning the aliens into strippers and stuff. <laughs> yes. I'm like back, so I'm excited about So for those who live out of town, just Google... 2001 Space Odyssey, and they'll tell, show you the little spaceship that's out there. It's literally like what, on the second story of the uh, of the building. It's <laughs> it's a spaceship. I mean, yeah, we'll just direct the aliens over there. I'm gonna Google it because I I don't think I know what you're talking about. Okay, go Google it. Go, go, go. Do it. I will. 
<laughs> it's probably on your uh, top list things to do today. So, but if probably. you do, do. So, do you guys? Did you guys uh, who own a vehicle? Did you guys uh, get your uh, 10, 15% back on your car insurance? No. Okay. So basically, in a nutshell, that these insurance companies, since there's no car accidents or less, I'm sorry, no car accidents, less car accidents happening. So the insurance company says, hey, guys, let's uh, give 15% back in your April premium and May premium. So whatever the 15% is. So I got my uh, 15% back over in, uh, it was on April 15th. It was like for $28.88. Well, I did my math and I pay my insurance uh, every six months all in one shot to get the discount. Yeah, I love their discounts. But uh, you get this discount if you pay it all in one shot. And uh, so basically it works out to be $28.88 times two. So it worked out to be like $58 and change. So uh, I didn't know this. So I called my insurance company. I was like, hey, uh, I calculated a little different amount. It says, oh, sorry, uh, Mr. AJ, that you're uh, you're you're." You'll get one April, and then you get one next month at the same dollar amount for uh, in May. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. So last weekend, I got um, my renewal notice for my car insurance, and it went up from what I did paid back in December for our two cars in our household. So I was doing the math, and uh, the premium went up exactly what I going and gotten back the 15%. So these car insurance companies are actually saying, yeah, we're going to help you guys out and we're, you know, less car accidents and, uh, you know, and we'll uh, give you the 15%. So basically they gave you the 15% back. Now they want their 15% back on your renewal notice. So basically it's just a consumer alert people just, just watch for any type of renewals or when your policy expires and you went to get the renewal, it just, uh, just check, make sure, you know, 15% more. And this is the reason why. So you guys, uh, did you, you guys see anything like that? Because it certainly hit me, and I did um, another another friend of mine as well. No, I, I haven't, I but that's interesting. Yeah, it's like, hey, let me give you 15% oh, on your renewal. I'll take it back. You know, it's like, what's the point? You know, you have all these struggles. It's just a scam. It's a scam, exactly. Yeah. So so uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, an actual news story, uh, a news uh, media, Fox here in Tampa, actually reached out to me and they want to do an interview on what uh, what is transpiring out of it and they were going to try to dig deeper into it. But from what I heard from other people, supposedly back in January, the insurance company negotiated different rates uh, for the 2020 season. So this was already pre-negotiated, but it's sort of like, why, why are you guys doing this if you're given if you're given 15% and taking it back. It's like, what's the point of giving us the discount? So, Just to say that they did it. And they're, they, they're like, oh, you can't say we didn't try to help you. Just to do that. I don't know. It's how a lot of things work in yeah. this. But they in made the it government, in the world. It's funny. They sent these press releases. I actually heard about it on the news one day. I was like, oh, good, 15%. And then they listed the companies were doing it at the time. And bam, forget about it. It's one of mine, but they're giving back and taking take back. It's like, come on. So the point is to the story is just watch your car insurance because I'm out there shopping for a new company out there. Actually, I did find a couple of cheaper companies out there. So so I saw in the news a bunch of like a vast majority of morons, for better words. They were in the That's street. where you find them. <laughs> they were in the street wearing masks protesting against the social distancing and the quarantine 
And then, I don't know if this is something different, but what are those people holding guns? Um, oh, yeah, they're holding assault rifles. Towards federal agents, like... Um, mm-hmm. like in, in Michigan, we're talking about. Yeah, it's both of those are in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm my mind's blown because they have, like, actual assault rifles, so I'm thinking, like... Mm-hmm. And they're pointing them at, like, cops. And I'm thinking, like, why are they even allowing them to do that? Because if any other group of people had done that, they would be dead. So I'm just like, yeah, what's it's, going the on? You're just asking for was that they were doing that during um, the governor is trying to extend the stay-at-home order because it's due to expire, I believe, the 15th of this month. And that night they were doing it. It was like a Wednesday night, I believe. Um, all those protests were happening, and they were trying to get in to the boat and with their guns and everything. And I was just like, they're holding up signs that say "Live free or die" and all these crazy stuff. And I'm like, uh, seriously, the stay-at-home order is not to like take away your rights or whatever crap you're spewing. It's to make sure that you don't die because you're an idiot. I just, I feel like we should just do survival of the fittest. Like, if you decide to go out, you can just die. That's kind of mean. I mean Never mind. Let me take that back. <laughs> but no, survival of the fittest, I'm with it. But those people are also the ones that have the virus, and they survive, but they spread it on to other people that are immune compromised or sick or in like some way not completely healthy that won't survive and that's what happened they spread it they won't just keep it to themselves right i feel i feel like they're deranged a little bit because some lady had a sign that said um face masks are slavery and i'm thinking yes. like <laughs> oh i'm like that's God. not slavery that's um you can take it off yeah. like ask yeah, anyone yeah, who say. has a family member that's been through slavery or anything like that, they will tell you. They could just listen to the last show about the people that, that uh, young fellow that, uh, you know, backs your, uh, your cousin, you know I mean? Oh yeah. Backs his cousin. Yeah. I mean, he, at one point he, he said during our, the interview last week to say, Hey, you know, I wasn't too, uh, you know, on board of it, but when he caught it, it's amazing how it changed, but yeah. I, it, it definitely changes your tune. It's all right. I personally don't want it. Yes, I want to live my life, but you know what? I'm going to be cautious of what I'm doing. I hate wearing the mask, like I said early in the show. I hate it. I will say, my mom, she works for a healthcare company where they deliver healthcare supplies like oxygen tanks and other stuff to people that need it, obviously. And she was talking to this one lady, and she said she doesn't know her age, but she sounded like a young lady, like one of our like my age, like 20-something, or maybe in her 30s, whatever. She sounded young, and she had COVID, and she got over it, but she still can't breathe. Like, she wasn't wheezing, like, with asthma, but the way she was breathing, she said it felt like an elephant was sitting on her chest constantly, every day of her life. And that's after COVID is already gone. Like, she does not have the disease anymore. It's gone, and she's permanently like this. She can't That's breathe. Horrible. Yeah. yeah, and these people are freaking protesting. Oh, we don't want to stay homes. Open our business. Like, I get it. You want your businesses open. Yeah, the economy is tanking right now. But this is literally your life. Like, like it should be. It should matter more than money. Totally agree. Uh, bunch of airheads, man. <laughs> they are. 
And the, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Republican-led legislator in Michigan is bringing lawsuits against the governor for wanting to extend the stay-at-home order without asking the people their opinion or actually thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's trying to make sure Michigan is safe for her residents. Like, you're they trying to bring highest... lawsuits? Yeah. yeah, they had the highest um, amount after um, New York and New Jersey, so I understand why yeah. she was saying that. And then I also saw a guy on the news. Um, they were He's a big, you know, big guy, old, and he had a face mask on, and he was protesting, and they were like, why are you out here protesting? And he's like, I'm immunocompromised, and look at me. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Did you see that? And then the news reporter was like, aren't you nervous? And he's like, I don't really care. I don't care. I'll, I'll be fine. I'm immunocompromised. Oh. I'm out here. And I'm just like, well, he's dumb. You know, some people just like, don't care. Just don't yeah. And I saw a picture of this lady with a sign. I don't really remember what it was. It was something stupid. But she had little kids with her also holding signs and yelling. And these are little, little kids. Like, they couldn't be older than uh, maybe five. Like, they don't understand what they're protesting. Oh, exactly. But you're bringing them around these crazy protests uh -huh. with people with rifles in their hands. And you're bringing them around yelling, and they probably have no idea what they're yelling about. No, and no, that's crazy. It's just training it's the kids. It's brainwashing. That's the word I'm looking for. Brainwashing. Yeah, exactly. It's training the kids, you know, because you know racism and uh, hate. That's not a. That's not something that you're born with. You get to learn that stuff, and right. You know, and you're grow you're growing up seeing this stuff, and who knows what happens when they get older. Hopefully, they get a common sense and realize, hey, that wasn't a good idea sure. to do it, but. Why Why bring your kids into it and teach them that protesting is the way? Yes, it's your right. I get it. But you know what? Peaceful protests. Peaceful, exactly. Not guns. <laughs> guns. I mean, what is that going to solve? If you shoot somebody, you're going to end up in jail anyway. So either way, you're going to die in jail. Like, are you going to shoot COVID? Like, what are you doing? They're <laughs> trying to shoot those cops, though, because they're taking the Second Amendment oh. where it says, like, you know, the Second Amendment, you have the right to bear arms against yeah. an oppressive government. So they're actually taking the literal meaning. And but in their minds, they're thinking they're not even like they're not going to shoot the cops. Like, really, if they shoot one cop, they're they're going to have like the whole entire army and the whole entire police force against them. So it's just for show. No one's going to actually shoot a police officer. You know, with this day and age, you know, if you're pointing a gun at an officer, I, this day and age, they're going to shoot right back. You're going to end up dead, either COVID or a bullet wound. But yeah, speaking which of, one hurts more? Speaking of assault rifles, did you guys hear about Canada? Canada, yes. Oh, yes. I saw did, that. Did something get shot? I didn't really see all of it, but the only headline I saw like over and over again was Trudeau um, banned assault rifles in Canada because yeah. some bunch of people died. What happened? Does anyone know? I, well, I didn't really like mass read shooting or something like that. It was a mass oh, shooting. Yeah. yeah, the mass shooting a couple weekends ago. One of the biggest ones in the uh, in their country, wasn't it? Yeah. I believe yeah. so. I don't think Canada gets mass shootings like we do, so no. it must have been no. like. Yeah. And it has to be the did. biggest for him to ban the guns, the rifles. It had to be really bad. I think for him, he banned. He does the exact opposite of us. Like we have several each year, just you know, continuously every year, yeah. and they get like one, and he's like, "Nope, shutting it down." Like that's how it's supposed to be. 
I, I've never heard of a mass shooting before in Canada. Maybe there are. I'll have to look it up. But that was the first I heard. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. By by banning these guns, just a question. I'm just thinking out loud. By banning these guns, do you think it's going to resolve the gun issue, gun oh. control? Because no, there's somebody there's nothing like you take something away from someone and they're just going to want it more. They're going to want it and more. They're going to get it through illegal means. Exactly. Like that's how we get drugs. Exactly. So and it's going to be guns are going to be the exact same way. So I honestly don't think it's going to I help. think it does a little. I think it makes it less available, so it makes it less easier. So I think it might work a little bit. Plus Canada would uh, have to get guns from the black market. Back you're shaking your head no. Okay, Bax, go ahead. Black market the black market is like Walmart, y'all. I'm just gonna keep it real with y'all, man. Oh, okay, he knows about anything, this. Listen, you can get anything on the black market. You see I have my N nine five mask that I'm just can't find, right? Seeing that, right? So I'm just gonna keep it one hundred with y'all. If you got somebody that got their air to the ground, meaning the streets meaning the black market, you can get anything. So the black market is not going nowhere. So it's best oh. to keep, keep these guns in public and keep them regulated. It's just the people, man. It's really the people. It's not the guns mm-hmm. that kill people. If that assault rifle is laying there on your shelf or in your gun cabinet, it's not going to just automatically jump up and start shooting everybody in the fucking building. It's some weirdo with a fucking, that got picked on when he was a kid that just clicked and just start killing everybody. It's not, it's and you not know- the gun. And you know that weirdo that you're talking about isn't getting that gun legally, so you can't even, like, regulate it like that because they're getting it through other means. I think it's both, though, because some some mass shooters do get it legally. Like, they'll get it from a, a family member. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or even legal so a channels. Lot of them do get it legally. They just get it from somebody who legally has it, which is what they've seen from that. Well, there were some mass shootings that they actually did get it legally, got the licensing or whatever, you know, the two-day, three-day wait, waiting period, whatever the waiting period is, you know, and all of a sudden they, they went nuts. Yeah, there's not I enough know. restriction. Maybe there needs to be, like, psych tests or something. Like We definitely need psych tests. And then Vax is telling me about the black market, like, Maybe I should look into that because I need some stuff. <laughs> It'll be our new Walmart. <laughs> the new Walmart. Thank you. Everyday low prices. With, I've seen people with bazookas. I've seen people with bazookas oh. and guns that the army is only supposed to have, like in the black market. Like, oh, <laughs> crazy. No, uh, you saw someone walking down the street with a bazooka? I didn't see them walking down the street street with a bazooka like a video from house viral he's like shooting a bazooka i don't know where the hell he was i don't know where he was at he might have been like in like sudan or some shit or saudi arabia or some shit but he had the bazooka in his house <laughs> shooting wow. something and, and yeah, the but... shit just like went crazy like broke everything yeah it's crazy out here with these guns i feel like in those countries though they have complete access to weapons because you're talking about yeah. the middle east like here in america in like they do yeah. In America, I don't think you can get... I mean, I didn't know the black market was like Walmart. I'm My mind is blown, so I'll look into that. <laughs> what's what's their logo? They got a little... There's like, there's, like guys, there's like guys in Chicago, right, who speaks on like how they get their guns, man. And they talk about drop-offs, right? There are like federal agents or like law enforcement or people that will actually come and drop off guns. I heard like there was a couple guys, like gang members, like other gang members that that expose a lot of federal agents and like things like that, right? And where how they would get their guns. And they would talk about they would just like drop them off. They would have like drop off 
of like high artillery, high artillery, like crazy artillery. Like military, military grade artillery. Yeah, military grade artillery. Like people sell these things, and people. I heard there's a lot of money in that. I'm gonna look into that because I I want to start selling military grade weapons as well. No, I'm just kidding. But I did I did hear there's a lot a lot of money in that. So everyone knows who to go to. Exactly. A lot of people. A lot of people can make their own like rapid fire weapons just by filing down a pen. Like, oh yeah. Take in like. So you can have like a semi-automatic and turn it into an automatic just by knowing how to work on a gun, or you can have like a a, a, a sim, like a one-shot AK-47, just file down, file the pin down, and now it's a rapid-fire AK-47. So if you know how to, if you are a machine person, you know how to work on machines, you could turn a gun into a rapid-fire gun. It's just having the knowledge on how. To yeah, do absolutely. It. And knowledge right. is remember, you can find knowledge anywhere. Remember our job where how well I'm not going to talk about what we did, but remember like. We couldn't show people how to make weapons, but there was a lot of content that showed people how to put together a weapon, and it wasn't that oh, yeah. complicated. Right. It wasn't. Yeah, that's I, I the remember watching with technology. It. Right, and they would even like 3D print weapons, and mm-hmm. they would be dangerous as hell. And I'm like, wow, you can actually do that, and it would work. Very people know how to take one innocent thing and turn it into something crazy. Which is the internet? They you can look up anything and learn how to make anything. Right, a little bit scary. It's all out there. I mean, if you want to learn it, shoot. <laughs> I mean, how to make a cake, all the way how to make a gun. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's out there. It's real. But you know, to switch topic, that whole using the internet for a bad thing reminds me of the story back there with the girls on TikTok. And they're stripping and all that craziness. That story you shared. Which that one? That, that maybe that maybe you want to take my kids off it. So fourteen year olds, like, why is people on TikTok? Oh like, yeah. Dog porn type shit. Like adults are just out here looking for a hell of attention. Like, come on, man, sit the hell down. Let the kids do what they need <laughs> to do. You know what I'm saying like they out of school, they quarantining. TikTok, you have to be fourteen and sign up for TikTok. Why are adults taking it and using it for like? porno uses like that makes no sense to me i wanted to slap the hell out of me i wanted to i agree see the shit. i hope yeah, i hope they were adults were they adults facts were they adults that video they sent out they were doing like the dirty dancing dirty dancing in the bathroom yeah they were doing like the great challenge the switch challenge and then you know once the light switch you just see a whole fucking orgy <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm, all i could think about was my kids like so I know my kids are on TikTok. So if something goes viral, the kids usually see it first, right? You know, does TikTok have any like age gates or anything like that? Like for a I don't know, but I hope they would have something like that. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know too much about TikTok, but is TikTok, you know, sort of like a Facebook? It pops up on your feed. Is that how it works? I don't know. It's like videos for that video. you share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know. It's like how Instagram is with pictures, TikTok is the videos. You know, what is the proper age to let kids onto social media, you know, that's not for designed for kids? You know, Facebook is like what, thirteen and over and I don't know, right. TikTok mm-hmm. and you know you know, it's funny because I, I got a PM uh, from uh, on, on one of the social media sites that I belong to 
And uh, they just said hi, and I wrote hi. And, you know, then when they said, do you want to uh, streak? And I was like, I don't want to streak, you know? And it turns out they're like 12 years old, and I just feel dirty just even talking to you, you know? It's crazy. Honestly, I saw a, a video, I don't, or not a video, I'm sorry, an article. I don't know if you guys know who JoJo Siwa is, but she's a famous YouTuber okay. and dancer or whatever. She's 16, and she acts like a little kid. Like, she's very very energetic and she's all about colors and crazy fun things and all these people were saying oh she needs to act her age because she's 16 and still likes to be a kid and i'm like no she needs to act like a kid i'm tired of seeing these teenagers that look like they're freaking 20 years old <laughs> acting like way above their age like we need to not encourage our kids to act like adults they need to act like kids and have fun like a kid. Right. And having TikTok for those disgusting things, that's really sad for kids. I feel like they're trying to sexualize. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sexualizing, especially at, that's what you know. need to do. What do you say, Bax? I was saying that all the adults that want to use the social media apps for adult things, they need to just stick to OnlyFans. But the, pro the problem is... Well. So, like, they're exposing our kids. Bax is cutting out. But the, the, the problem is, you know... Even even if you're 13 years old, you know, and you get into these, uh, you know, age restricted stuff, how do you really know that they're really, you know, 18 or over? I mean, you know, it, it's sad that some of these yeah. kids, you know, they, they lie about their age. You know, I mean, you're not really submitting an ID to these social media companies and you just got to be careful and what's out there. It's, you know, like my situation, you know, she's. The girl was like 12 years old, you know, wanting to talk to me. And I was like, uh uh, I blocked you right away. I, that's just not. That's just not right. I mean, my kid is what? I feel 10? like they should make it so that if you're 12, 13, 14, like below 18, you don't see any of that stuff. You only like see. Age yeah, age gate. Like they have to do that because you don't know what kind of crazy stuff is out there. Oh, I, I definitely don't want my nieces. She's 13. My niece is 13. I don't want her seeing all that no. stuff. I don't want her seeing. I, I don't want Facebook see age gates though. Um, yeah. But the the yeah, point is, you, it's it's what the what you put into it, you know. You well, know, if, AI is, is getting ready to take care of a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, they probably look, you know, they probably look deeper into like if you're doing, you know, hey, I'm at my seventh period of class. Well, obviously you're still a kid. You're not 18 years old, you know. I mean, you could be in college, but you know, it, it's not, you know, a lot of these kids they lie about their age, and that's how they get past some of these filters, and it, mm -hmm. something needs to be done. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. A funny thing is, speaking of that, like, my mother just retired. She'd been working for, like, the cable company, like, for years, right? So we always had, like, the best cable, like, even I, I can remember as a kid. And she, and she was just telling me of a story when, uh, like, I was, like, 13 or 14, and um, her boss was like they was going through her bill like with pay-per-view because i would just order all the pay-per-view shit and it was just hella porn my mother just reminded reminded me of this <laughs> yesterday she was like yeah I, I remember when you were like 13 14 years old and you ordered all that porn so i just feel like you know as a as a kid like we are interested in those things and if it's available like that like my mother worked for cable so i could see everything cinemax I used to sneak and watch Real Sex every Friday and shit like that. Like, <laughs> it was readily available. So we just got to be careful about what's available to our children because I remember me as a 13, 14-year-old male, you know what I mean? And I could go downstairs in a den and watch anything that I wanted to. I, I had cable that I had cable channels that most people didn't have. 
HBO, Cinemax, one, two, three, four, Cinemax, a thousand. Like I had everything, stars. Man, you've been a popular kid in the neighborhood. That shit was crazy, yo. Let's go to my crib and watch pay-per-view. We're going to watch some porn. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Kids are interested in the things that they can see, man. It's crazy. It is. It is. You know, speaking of kids, you know, you know, you're working in careers, you know, when you're a teacher, when you're a teacher, you got certain certain standards, you know, to keep yourself, you know, clean and you represent students and don't do anything stupid. Do you, does everybody agree to that? But any type of job, you know, if you're in, in the public eye or you're working with the public, you know, you got to keep yourself reputable and, and keep yourself, you know, basically keep your nose clean. Don't do anything stupid. I mean, because can everybody agree to that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I saw this story at the New York Post. Uh, it says here, teacher reportedly wishes teens in a park to die a long, painful death from coronavirus. So the backstory is this. Uh, I'll, read the, I'll read it right off the uh, website here. A New, a New Jersey school, a high school teacher, a math teacher, okay, has been caught on video yelling at a group of teens playing in a football in a park that they should die a long, painful death from the coronavirus, according to the report. This teacher uh, at Sternet, that's how you pronounce it, Sternet High School in Hamilton Township was identified by several sources. Her name was Nicole Griggins, was, uh, who taught in the district for the past 15 years. One of the kids allegedly uh, targeted by the teacher, a freshman of the school, uh, told told the news outlet that his pals were playing in the park Thursday on East Franklin Street and screamed at them behind a fence. The encounter was captured by another student and shared on Snapchat, again, social media, and a newspaper reported. So basically, this teacher was yelling at them to telling them to die because, uh, not go die, go get catch coronavirus and die. So here's the video of what, what this is here. But it, it's just crazy that... Can we go over there? cool you know it's this teacher is like hey this is my homeroom teacher telling me to go die it's you know a teacher's got to hold some sort of reputation and some sort of um you know uh properness not to tell their students to go die it doesn't sound too good what do you guys think of that i mean yeah it's um definitely be you should be held to a higher standard higher standard oh yeah absolutely don't say things to students i mean you're you're a teacher that's your career but that's who you are you know yeah i dated a, a that's teacher. why i never became a teacher <laughs> <laughs> that's why you write stories i already know i have no patience especially for like high schoolers they're mean and if one of them were to say something i would have just i would have ran them over with my chair <laughs> it, it's just crazy how you know i i i, I jumped in a second ago I, a, I dated a uh, teacher uh, many, 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 many moons ago, and uh, she she was very cautious on what 
she says, and even when we're out in public, you know, she was very cautious what she says because she was afraid that she may run into students and, you know, they, they're, they're held to a higher standard. And, you know, you're trying to teach kids, you know, besides the subjects, but you're trying to teach them how to you know, act in life. And, you know, and she was very cautious. But this teacher just didn't care. You know, it's like, oh, this is Mrs. Higgins and from uh, Mr. Gra- Miss, Mrs. Griggins from homeroom class telling me to die. It it's, doesn't, doesn't look too good. So basically this district is uh, looking deeper into it. And, uh, you know, there's no report of saying she got fired or what. But it's just kind of messed up and how, you know, teachers are doing this. And they just don't care. They just don't care if it gets out there. Yes, we are. It's going to get out there. Yeah, you got to be real careful, especially with how big social media is now mm-hmm. you gotta be just extremely careful with what you do so before but, you know on the flip side to end the show on a light note and to have human humanity saved trevor noah i don't know if you guys watch the show but trevor noah it just came out that he is paying his furloughed workers his crew members that can't contribute to his show that he's doing from his house, you know, the crew members that work on site and other technicians and stuff like that. Right. He is paying their salary from nice. his own pocket. He's paying their salary and it's 25 crew members and he's making sure that they're still paid even if they can't work. And that, I just, I love that. That's awesome. I think Trevor Noah is just the nicest guy. He looks like the sweetest guy ever. And he's so I just love too. Oh my God, he's gorgeous. I love his dimples. I'm not gonna oh, lie. I just love his face. <laughs> and his accent, yes. He's my brother. In my my parents are from South Africa, and he's from South Africa. So I think like we should meet. So yeah, if you do meet him, just you know, give him my number. It's fine. <laughs> I just I love him, and I love that he's doing that because there are a lot of workers that can't contribute to. Yeah, absolutely. The, at home stuff streaming and stuff so i just loved that he was doing i just wanted to share that that made me that's definitely a, a good thing that they're, you know, and on the flip side, I did hear other reports that, uh, you know, other celebrities just not, you know, caring about their staff or there's talk shows, but uh, that's just a totally different subject or a different uh, episode that we could talk about that kind of stuff. But yeah, it, it's definitely on a good positive note. All right, Elisa, you want to take it? All right. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed Please like, subscribe, follow us. We are on YouTube. We are now on Spotify. And now, officially starting Monday, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts. Yay. All right. Good job. Yes, definitely like, subscribe, follow us, and follow. keep interacting with us. We love it. See you guys. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll catch you next week. All right.